Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over. And we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Jones Jr. dribbling in traffic. Lost at Porter. Jr. goes to the deck. Draymond gets it to Wiggins. Three on two. Left side Curry. He's open. He fires. Three ball. Left corner bucket. Timeout Chicago. And they rise as one a chase. And that could do it. Yeah, 40-point night for Stephen Curry and the Warriors. Oh, about an hour or so ago, mopped up the finishing touches on the Chicago Bulls. Welcome to Inside Chase Center. John Dickinson with you here on Warriors Wrap-Up. 888-957-9570. That is the phone number to participate in the program. You can give me a call or shoot me a text. Again, if you're still hanging out uh, after this one, the Warriors beat the Chicago Bulls tonight 119 to 93. Uh, Warriors led by as many as 27. Final margin 26 in a game that they trailed by 10 in the early going. Just over three minutes to go in the first quarter of this ball game tonight. And the Bulls had a 24 to 14 lead on the Warriors. A highly intense first quarter of play. Bulls led by three. But from that moment of 24 14 Chicago, again, I think it was the 318 mark of the first quarter, this game flipped and it was all Warriors from that point on. The final three minutes plus of the first quarter and then the final 36 minutes after that, the second, third, and fourth quarters, 105-69 Warriors from that point on. And uh, it all adds up now to a 7-1 and homestand and seven consecutive victories after the Warriors returned home uh, following their trip to Sacramento and uh, Oklahoma City. Warriors came back 4-0. and They lost the first game coming back uh, off that uh, trip, and then they wind up mopping up Oklahoma City uh, after that. Then it was Charlotte. Uh, they handled business uh, against the Pelicans, Rockets, Hawks, Timberwolves, and now the Chicago Bulls tonight to improve to an NBA best 11-1. and and look, we talked about it a ton here uh, leading up to the beginning of the season, just how imperative it would be for the Warriors to get off to a good start, to try and build some positive momentum, not only based on the way they finished last season, but to take advantage of really the NBA affording them a, a complimentary schedule at the start of things and the Warriors have been able to handle that business to this point with the franchise record tying uh, long eight game homestand that, that concludes tonight as the Warriors get ready to head out on the road where they'll take on Charlotte, Brooklyn, Cleveland and Detroit. Uh, but the Warriors taking advantage and, and not just taking advantage and, and eking out 
these wins against these teams, you run through it, and and the Warriors just coming up with blowouts uh, against a, a lot of these teams. When you look at the 26 points they win by tonight, uh, every single win by double digits, and you look at it, uh, there was a 14-point win and a 13-point win uh, Tonight's 26-point win, uh, and four of the seven wins were by 20 or more. Uh, and then, obviously, the the 41-point the win uh, going back uh, to the game, what, a week ago tonight, uh, the 41-point the win as the Warriors got the job done in that one uh, as they handled their business against a hapless Pelicans team. That one was 126-85 to 85 a, a week ago tonight, but uh, the Warriors – taking care of business again as uh, they uh, take on the Bulls. And the Bulls were supposed to be a test, right? No no Vucevic tonight, but uh, an improved defensive team. And, look, a pretty good guard line of, of Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball. But the Warriors have just taken on all comers and and hammered them. And they've done it with, with their defense of their own. Uh, this Warriors team has a, an identity, uh, I, I think, of, of playing – at an extreme pace, but also using excellent defense to ignite their offense. And another big story for this Warriors team to this point in the early going of the season is the third quarter dominance. (laughs) The Warriors have hammered teams in the third quarters uh, this season. And it was another third quarter barrage tonight, 35 to 17 for the Warriors in that one tonight after it was a, a close ball game at the half and the Warriors just open up a can and it's a la some of the great teams of the dynasty era where the Warriors would feel out their opponent, maybe not quite uh, be fully engaged, although I, I thought this team was fully engaged tonight at the top. I thought there was an intense atmosphere. I thought the crowd brought it early, uh, anticipating, hey, this is one of the better teams in the Eastern Conference that's coming in, and maybe one of the top two or three tests that the Warriors have had uh, over the course of these first 12 games. But they got down. They were shaky offensively. The Bulls provided that challenge that I think everybody expected and then the game flipped like so many of these games have to where it was a close game right around halftime and then another game where 35-17 in the third tonight you go back to the Hawks game it was 41-20 where the Warriors put it on them a 34-22 third quarter against the Rockets and then yeah you look back uh, the Pelicans game no different 34-16 in that one 27-15 in the game against Charlotte and the Warriors just just having their way uh, 27-14 against Oklahoma City uh, during this streak uh, it's just been all about the third quarter dominance uh, for this Warriors team as they wind up winning tonight by 26. 888 Warriors wrap up. John Dickinson inside Chase Center where the Warriors improved to 11-1 and on this young season. Uh, another big night for Stephen Curry uh, as he continues to be the early leader in the clubhouse as far as the MVP race is concerned. 34 minutes for Steph, which is right where Steve Kerr wants him to be. Uh, he winds up with 9 of 17 from three-point range. So if you er- were one of those that was maybe concerned a, a little bit about, oh, the early three-point shooting, oh, Steph was only at 38.5%. Our our pal Matt Steinmetz, I had an opportunity to fill in today on Steiny and Guru here on 95.7 The Game. And Steiny, you know, he's saying, oh, well, slow, a little bit of a slow start. And he's, he said it in the past. I said, come on, you know it's going to take him uh, maybe one game to put himself in a position. Now, one hot game, and he'll flip that high 30s into the low 40s. And, and you look at it tonight, the 9 of 17 for Stephen Curry and he winds up right at 40% now. 64 for 160, right at the 40% marker uh, as the Warriors uh, get it done tonight against the Bulls. 888-957-9570. Let's, uh, let's get to Nick on the phone lines here. It is Warriors Wrap-Up with John Dickinson inside Chase Center. Hey, Nick, uh, you're up first here on Warriors Wrap-Up. What's going on, Nick? Hi, I uh, just wanted to just have some thoughts, you know, about the Warriors' sure. way. And when I say way, you know, 
their play, Warriors style of basketball. How uh, if if they can pull it off and get the championship, I'm just hoping it'll change this mentality. Oh, we'll we'll just go get a couple. We'll pull this superstar from here, and we'll get this old veteran superstar there. We'll build this. You know, rather than have an organic uh, functioning team up and down the roster. Yeah, I, I think I appreciate the call, Nick. I mean, look, I think there's a number of different ways that, that teams can go about doing it. Uh, I, I think both have been successful you know, over the course of time in the NBA. Teams that, that build it you know, via the draft and, and build it via a, a couple of star players that are homegrown. Uh, and, and then you add other pieces to that. Obviously, the Warriors have what they believe to be a, a championship core that they haven't seen play together in totality in – nearly two and a half full years on a calendar when you go back to June the 13th of 2019 when Clay Thompson uh, was injured in game six of the finals against Toronto. Him and Steph and Draymond, and it, it's paralyzing the thought uh, when you just run through it, haven't been on the floor together since that night, which we're coming up on what will be two and a half years. Uh, I mean, we're talking 29 months uh, tomorrow is how long it's been since those three have been on the floor. So the Warriors have taken their lumps. Uh, they they learned, I think, from their mistakes last year in, in terms of the players that were on the roster. And I got a great nugget uh, as far as the players that were on the roster last year to the players that are on the roster currently uh, that I'll give to you in, in just a moment. But, uh, look, I think the Warriors have found what works for them, and that is a hell of a lot of Steph Curry and Draymond Green engaged and and helping him push the pace and defend at an extremely high level, and they fixed the other pieces uh, along the way. They they have much more depth, much more versatility, much more shooting, and the pieces just all fit together at a higher level. But they didn't have that a year ago, and and, and they certainly were not equipped a couple of years ago to withstand Steph and and Clay Thompson both being out. No team would, but uh, I, I think they found the right way, and I'll give the Warriors credit for learning from what didn't work a year ago as far as you know, some of the things that, that had them get off to you know, not the best start. And, and they fixed those things heading into this year, and, and now you look at it, and this thing is humming. Uh, it's humming a lot like it was at the end of last year, but also I think at a, on a whole new level with the offense and the defense being connected. And then you're going to get Clay Thompson back at some point in time. And now you've got younger players developing behind the scenes and earning their way into rotation roles. And I think that's what you saw with a guy like Jonathan Kaminga tonight, who did get some rotation minutes why? Maybe because Damian Lee was out tonight, and that meant there was another spot open, but because he had earned it based on the way that he's been able to practice. Let's get to Priest. Priest is up next here on Warriors Wrap-Up. Uh, what's going on, Priest? Thanks for taking my call, man. And I agree with Nick. The Warriors are doing it the right way. Everybody was begging them to go out and get this big superstar. They stuck with the plan. Get young players, bring them into the organization, and develop them. The young players that you guys criticized last year, well, they developed. The Jordan Pools, the Damian Lees, all of these uh, JTAs, they're all making big-time plays, as well as the young kids that are coming in, like the Peyton kid. I also want to talk about Kaminga, whom you guys all, all you ever talk about is him going to the G League. They're, they're not going to give minutes. They're not ready. They're not ready. They're, well, I, that wasn't the G League that I saw tonight. So you guys need to stop hating on these young players. Stop talking about what they can't do and, and let them go out there and see what they can do. It's just ridiculous the way you guys treat Wiseman and this kid, Kaminga. Hey, he doesn't belong. He didn't, they don't deserve to give minutes. The kid earned it in practice. That's what the coach said. Stop. It's what, I, it's what I just said, Priest. I appreciate the call. I mean, I, I think I don't think we're as far off base as you as you like to make it. At least I'll speak for myself, and and I and I'll say this: Kaminga earned the minutes. He earned the minutes tonight. But up until the point that he was getting the minutes that he got tonight, he hadn't earned the minutes that he got tonight. And it's going to be the same thing with Wiseman. And look, Kaminga is somebody that if he can defend, he can play. 
if he can defend without making uh, catastrophic errors, you know, uh, w- with turnovers and 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 you know low IQ plays, if, if he can avoid the pitfalls of a young player, uh, you know, and the mistakes that come with being a young player, and he can defend at a high level, some some positional versatility, then he'll be out there and he'll get an opportunity. But again, I think a part of that too was a rotation slot opened up tonight because Damian Lee was unavailable and Steve Kerr wanted to reward him. So I, I think that's a good thing for him. I, I think, you know, look, Wiseman's going to play. Like nobody said Wiseman's not going to play. But w- when you start talking about guys that are going to play, you know, 25, 30 minutes, like there aren't enough minutes to go around with respect to, to having everybody playing all the time. But no, Steve Kerr has always been somebody that's going to find minutes for uh, players you know, and, and keep his rotation moving so certain players can can get fresh. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson inside Chase Center. Warriors win tonight 119-93. to so this team now 11 and 1 uh and a, a real real good win for the Warriors tonight when you look at uh, the way they were able to to flip the game around uh get back in it with a big second quarter 28-16 and then take control of it and 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 basically end it uh, going to the fourth quarter, uh, although Steph Curry was able to to get some run uh, in that fourth quarter, get up to the 40-point plateau, uh, and the Warriors uh, walk out of Chase Center tonight where they're going to hit the road for the next four uh, with the best record uh, in the NBA. 888-957-9570. Mention this nugget uh, that I did want to pass along uh, at StatMuse, at StatMuse uh, on Twitter, uh, had this uh, toward the end of the game. Uh, it was a pretty interesting nugget. Uh, every Warriors player with a negative plus minus from last season, either no longer on the team or currently not playing uh, on the team. And and you run through uh, Oubre, uh, obviously the headliner with respect to that, uh, minus 189 a year ago. Wiseman was a minus 183. Obviously, he's not playing due to the injury. Eric Paschal traded to Utah. He was a minus 113. Nico Mannion took his lumps, minus 76. Alan Smilagich, Marquise Chris. Brad Wanamaker uh, was cast aside uh, when the Warriors had an opportunity around the trade deadline, and even Jordan Bell uh, in, in very, very limited time uh, toward the end of the year was a, a net minus three. Uh, every one of those players, and, and I think this goes to the Warriors' credit, and, and you know, with the exception of Wiseman, who obviously isn't going anywhere, and, and the Warriors are going to count on him to be uh, you know, in a better place, in a better fit, in a better role, with a more cohesive team around him once he returns, they read the room on the players that they had and made adjustments. And everybody knew, I think, from the end of March that Kelly Oubre Jr. wasn't coming back. And, you know, you look at – they picked players that they thought could come back and help. You know, Damian Lee – came back and, and played. They went and they got Iguodala, who's always been a, a positive player. Uh, how much did he have left in the tank? He looks like he's got a, a lot more than he did last year left in the tank to come back and, and play for this Warriors team. And he obviously knows the system uh, like a coach on the floor. Bielitsa and Porter, bigs that can shoot. Uh, JTA proved himself last year to be a positive player when he played. He's somebody that you that you decide to keep. Uh, so you just look at the way the Warriors did, I, I think, a reflective look in the mirror <laughs> at what they had, and they made some smart decisions as far as maybe who wasn't going to be a part of it, and then to the greater extent who was going to be a part of it, and they kept the handful of players that were positives for them uh, last year, and, and they wound up moving on from the guys that weren't. And and those guys that they've brought in have just come in and and fit. Uh, Gary Payton, the second, another guy that that's you know a, a 
positive player for this team that brings uh, some versatility. All right, 888-957-9570. We'll hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr. Uh, We'll also hear from Kavon Looney, another nice night for Kavon Looney. Uh, And we'll also hear a little bit from Jonathan Kuminga as well. Uh, Good run for Kuminga. Uh, really probably the most productive that he's been to this point uh, in his young career. Uh, We'll get into that. Uh, More time for some phone calls as well. It's John Dickinson inside Chase Center. It's Warriors wrap-up on 95.7 The Game. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Curry, low of the dribble, ridden by Cook, bumped by Cook, shot up and in. It did not matter. It did not matter. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. All right, back inside Chase Center, John Dickinson with you here, 888-957-9570, Warriors 119, Bulls 93, so the Bulls now 8-4, and four. Warriors improved to an NBA best, 11-1, and one, their seventh consecutive win to wrap up the homestand 7-1 and one after dropping the first one to the Grizzlies. A 40-point night for Stephen Curry. We'll hear from Steph coming up here a little bit later on uh, in this segment. A uh, couple of text messages to get to, a uh, couple of things that uh, were the 510 asking about Bazemore's plus-minus uh, from last year because I had the, the nugget with respect to, to all the negative plus-minus players from the Warriors last season, either no longer with the team or currently not playing in the case of, of James Wiseman. Uh, Kent Bazemore was a plus two uh, and a half uh, average uh, for, for the year. And look, the Warriors wanted to keep Kent Bazemore, but Kent Bazemore chose uh, to, to go to the Lakers. And I think it, you know, Bazemore was a, was a, a high, uh, high risk, high reward kind of a player. Like there were nights where he was really impactful. And then there were nights where, where he didn't have it. And, and there were some, you know, clumsy errors and turnovers and, and bad shots and things. I think, uh, you know, he was a productive player and a player the Warriors really needed last year uh, that helped guide them, uh, especially down the stretch. But uh, I think they've found that, hey, they can get uh, you know, they can get some of what Bazemore did from Damian Lee, and they can get a lot of it from a guy like Gary Payton II in terms of the ability to defend 
uh, at, at a high level. And, you know, Jordan Poole needed uh, some guard minutes to be opened up. And then, you know, Clay Thompson was going to be coming back at some point. So they made the decision to move on uh, and, and restructure a little bit of what they had. And then don't forget, you got Moses Moody uh, behind those guys. That's going to be kind of waiting in the wings. Uh, you bring a Gadala back. Who's, who's a wing and, and somebody that, that, that can also handle the basketball and, and be that calming influence that Steve Kerr always talks about on offense. Well, being a great defender and a ball mover and everything else. And, and I think the Warriors believe that, uh, you know, for Kent Basemore being gone, they may be improved in two or three other areas uh, as far as that bench to where uh, they could offset uh, that. As far as uh, some of the young players who did have a texter taking some exception to, to Priest uh, talking about all the young players, and yeah, young versus inexperienced. I mean, you look at a guy like Juan Toscano-Anderson and, and, and Gary Payton II, uh, older players uh, in terms of you know, where they are for their experience level. So it's not like this is you know a bunch of 20- and 21-year-old kids that are, that are out there playing, but, but regardless, uh, look, the, the experience and the toughness and the edge, I, I think in particular, that guys like JTA and, and, and Peyton the second bring uh, to the table, that's that's beneficial. Like I, you'd, you'd rather have players that, that have a little something to them that have been through uh, the rigors of, of trying to claw out an NBA career for themselves. That 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 brings a an intensity to to your team, and I, and I think that's the one thing you know. You look at the Warriors having an identity; they're playing. At a tremendous pace offensively, they're shooting more three-pointers. The offense has better flow. It looks more like the great warrior teams uh, of the dynasty years in terms of the style of play and the way they want to try and get it done. And then defensively, I mean, they're flying around. They're they're rugged. And they also have a little bit of an edge to them, like guys that will get on the ground, guys that will scrap, guys that aren't afraid to mix it up. And and so I, I think while offensively you can say, you know, they're, they're still a work in progress and they've got Steph who, who makes them uh, a, a good offensive team in a lot of ways kind of on his own. This is a gritty team. This is an edgy team. This is a team that's that you know, I, I think the, the Warriors fan base – really is enjoying watching them play and watching them grind. And then you've got the young players who are working, you know, on the, on the back end, trying to earn minutes. And a guy like Jonathan Kaminga steps in because there is some rotation minutes and because maybe he earned it at practice. And there's just a real strong vibe. Uh, for this Warriors team uh, at this point. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. Let's go ahead and hear from the head coach of the Warriors, Steve Kerr, following this one as the Warriors beat the Bulls tonight, 119-93. to Here's the head coach. Steve, you guys went 7-1 and one on this homestand. What were the high points for you about how your team got these wins? I think in general the high point is, um, you know, establishing – our home floor that this is going to be a tough place to, to come win a game. And uh, a lot of that is the way we're playing. A lot of that is our fans, um, the energy in the building. There's a really good vibe about the team, the fans feel it. And uh, so it's exciting. So great way to kind of start the year. Um, but now we got to go out on the road and it's going to get a lot tougher, but uh, we obviously are you know, very happy to be where we are. I don't want to say surprised, but, you know, were you kind of surprised about how dominant all these wins are? I mean, all seven were by double digits. I mean, you kind of cruise all home. Yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of them have been tough games for a long period of time. I thought the first half felt like a playoff game tonight. Chicago's fast, uh, obviously playing, um, you know, without one of their best players in Vucevic. You know, they were they were down a man. I, so I think their depth um, – was hurt and that that's what allowed us to wear them down. But um, I feel like um, during this homestand, we, we had a lot of these games that were closed for a long time and we, our defense really kind of wore on people. And that's a great sign because you, you've got to be able to rely on your defense to, to win tough games. Steve, you guys have done this a few times over the past few years. And that is in the third quarter, something clicks and you guys build leads and, extend leads tonight you win by 18 in the third quarter is becoming a habit again can you put your finger on what's happening in the third quarter where you guys are able to like create separation 
just in, incredible halftime adjustments from the coaching staff. That's the main thing. Uh, I don't know. You know, I think um, we have we have so much continuity with our guys. Um, you know, Steph and, and Draymond and Loon, um, Andre coming back. Obviously, Wiggs has now been here a few years. So I think they, they get a really good feel for their opponent um, you know, in the first half. And, and um, they just have a, a, a sense of how to stifle a team defensively. That, you know, it's always been the key to our third quarter runs over the years. Um, it's the defense that triggers the offense. And I thought that was the case again tonight. I wanted to ask you about two aspects of Kaminga's night tonight. First, you know, you put him on DeRozan. Uh, what did you think of him on DeRozan? Other than the first uh, pump fake that he bid on, um, did a great job. DeRozan's the kind of guy you just have to make uh, earn his points. And um, he's going he's gonna to score just because of, you know, talented he is. You just want to make it as inefficient as possible. And I thought, uh, Jonathan did that. He he stayed on him. He didn't um, he didn't bite on the fakes um, after the first one. DeRozan made a couple jumpers over the top, but um, all in all, I thought he did a really good job. Then the other thing uh, in the fourth, you had him up top with the ball, Steph setting screens. What do you like? You know, especially you know looking into the future potentially with him. What do you like about that type of action? Well, I think one of Jonathan's uh, strengths. As a rookie, is his passing ability? Um, you know, you saw it in in the summer league, and and uh, we we saw it in training camp before he got hurt. Um, he's got a good knack for uh, for driving and and kicking, finding shooters, and um, so we decided to go to that action just to see if we we could get him into some space. And he got into space, made some some really nice plays, and um, you know, got downhill a couple times you know, got to the rim and hammered home dunks. It was uh, really exciting. He, he's really earned uh, the minutes he's getting, you know, he, he had a great scrimmage yesterday um, in our, our four on four that we played with the young guys, um, his, his attitude, his approach over the last week. Um, you, you know, you, you have to remember he missed three weeks. So it was, he basically missed most of camp. And, and so he was swimming upstream a little bit. And I think over the last week, he's made huge strides and we wanted to reward him. Is, do you feel like that, like it could be minutes in the next few games or is it still kind of outside looking in a little bit? He, as long as he uh, goes out there and um, runs the floor and plays defense and um, takes care of the ball and passes like he's, like he did tonight. Um and we're going to continue to give him opportunities, you know, he's, uh, but it's, it'll be a day-to-day week-to-week thing, depending on how he's doing, depending on the health of our team. Um, you know, we, we need him to develop um, and we want to do it in a healthy way. Uh, if that means there's a night where he goes to Santa Cruz and plays 35 minutes to get extra time. Um, I think that's still a possibility. Um that's always a possibility. And in the meantime, he's just got to keep doing what he's doing. He's really made a lot of strides in the last week. Steph and Draymond have this thing where, you know, they read each other's minds. I mean, we can see it. It happened a couple of times today where, you know, they didn't have to talk. They just, it just happens. Is that, is it too simple to say that that just happens over years of playing together? Is it more to it than that? It's also two guys who are really smart basketball players, but, uh, you can't uh, overstate the importance of the continuity and, and what they've built together here, you know, over the last decade. It's um, pretty incredible to watch them work together. And are you at all a little bit worried about Loon logging these minutes? I mean, there are times when he looks like he's kind of laboring out. I check in with him every day. Um, you know, he's been great all season. And maybe the best thing is that he's healthy and feeling great. So, uh, he's, uh, he's just been fantastic. His defense, his toughness, he gives us a, a grit and an edge and, the, you know, the verticality at the rim, great screener. Um, Loon's really a, a fine player and it's, um, it's fun to see him healthy. Um, I know I've said it many times, but it's one of my favorite guys just because of the way he carries himself and approaches every single day. Uh, he's just a, you know, a rock solid guy. Who's, uh, part of the foundation of this group. Hello, coach. Congratulations on the win. 
the over, uh, your overall, overall defense decision is really, really good. How, and you have a very big progress than last season. How could you explain that? And what are the aspects that you improve a lot this season on defensive end? The defense, defensive improvement? Yes, yes. We, we were pretty good last year, too. You know, we had the fifth-ranked defense in the league last year. Um, but I think this year, the addition of uh, Andre, um, you know, his return along with, um, you know, having Gary Payton playing a prominent role has given us two all-world uh, defenders to add to the mix. And, uh, you know, Draymond is always the key to everything we do, and he anchors the defense, he and Loon. Um, I think Steph is having an outstanding defensive season. Uh, but, you know, we've 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 been at it for a lot of years, so we have continuity, but we've added, uh, added some excellent players too. Coach, uh, obviously the schedule is going to even out uh, over the course of the year, but for a team with so many new pieces, uh, some young guys, are, are you happy that it wasn't helpful to have this stretch of the season with the long homestand, some favorable opponents early in the year as opposed to later? Yeah, I think with this team, uh, Colin, it was favorable to play all these home games and uh, get off to a quick start out of the gates and and um, build some confidence, build some uh, some rhythm. You know, we've kind of found some rotations, patterns that we like, and uh, it was uh, you know with some new guys, um, it's definitely helpful to to have the homestand to start out. All right, so Steve Kerr there, uh, back here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Uh, John Dickinson uh, inside Chase Center uh, as you listen to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco, and Odyssey Station uh, brought to you by DuckDuckGo, Privacy Simplified. Uh, a couple of things Steve Kerr touching on there, uh, including uh, Jonathan Kaminga's uh, scrimmage and practice uh, yesterday, which which led to him getting an opportunity a little bit on DeRozan and Steve Kerr saying that Kaminga's made huge strides and sort of echoed uh, what I was talking about here uh, just a few minutes ago. He can play a little bit if he defends and moves the ball and and doesn't you know, turn over the rock and, and make some kind of you know, some of the young the young bonehead kind of plays that, that come along with just, you know, being a young player trying to, to find your way uh, in the NBA. And it sounds like it's not necessarily going to be an every night thing uh, as far as Kaminga, but if somebody's out of the rotation, uh, he's the type of player that you can throw out there and, and give him a few minutes here and there and, and, and help his development and use it as an extension of the work that he's getting done behind the scenes. And tonight I think you saw uh, really uh, seamless fit you know he he earned the right to go in there and play and he played and you know it was a good it was a good run I think the most effective that that he's been uh to this point uh in his young career a lot of text messages coming in uh at 888-957-9570 with respect to uh the Warriors maybe needing another big man uh multiple texts with respect to that and I know Monty Poole of NBC Sports Bay Area asked about Kavon Looney uh maybe laboring a little bit I know Steve Kerr does continue to say that Looney is is healthy uh and and tonight was another really strong night for for Kavon Looney couple of good games in a row another double digit rebounding night for Looney and he just tends to do all the little things but as far as another big the other big is Wiseman uh, you know, as far as you know, this team has their roster spots filled, and you know, for as much as we've discussed, you know, how much can Wiseman help, and where will his game be? He's coming back at some point here in the next few weeks, and you know, is he going to be playing twenty five, thirty minutes a night? Probably not, but he is going to be playing probably in the twelve to fifteen minute range at least right off the top and the Warriors are gonna you know, that'll take some minutes away from from Looney here and there. They'll try and match him up, I think, in areas where he can be effective uh, on both ends. And that will help uh in terms of, of adding some size. So I, I don't think it's necessarily go out and find a big from the outside because if you go out and you find a big from from the outside then that means well that guy's gonna play because you wouldn't have gone out and got him you know to not play. Uh and and then what do you do with Wiseman at this point? So so I think for all those out there asking about maybe the potential for another big 
the big the big is the young fella. The, the big is the second year man uh, that's going to be returning from injury here in the, in the next couple of weeks, and I, I think he's going to be set up to not have to be asked to do too much, but also be a nice fit and balance to what they've established with Kavon Looney and then Bielitsa, uh obviously being the, the stretch big that, that's been the first man in for Looney uh, on, on a lot of these nights. So I, I think you, know, you look at establishing the home floor, another thing Steve Kerr talked about, really important. And I think the Warriors did that last year, even when there were no fans in the building for the better part uh, of the season. Uh, they were really good at home last year. And you look at them off to an 8-1 and one start here in their first nine home games. You go opening night, you throw that one in against the Clippers, that close win, and the 7-1 and one home stand. So 8-1 and one at home, 3-0 and oh on the road, and they'll hit the road for the next four, uh, looking to keep the momentum rolling with the best record uh, in the NBA. 888-957-9570, We got your Steph Curry three-point up update coming up here uh, in just a moment. But right now, let's go ahead and head downstairs once again inside the Bill King interview room uh, where Stephen Curry, fresh off his 40-point ball game, uh, addressed the media after this one. Steph, you guys went 7-1 and one on this homestand. What are your biggest takeaways? Uh, took care of business. You know, defensively, we were really solid for all eight games. Um we had different guys step up every night. We found pretty solid rotation for the most part. Even got some young guys in there. JK and Moo got some uh, some some good minutes, and JK tonight was awesome. So still trying to find opportunities for everybody. Still trying to find an identity of you know how we're going to win and everybody being comfortable in their roles and all of that. But we're winning and learning, you know, on on the fly, you know, with some really good momentum. Um, so I was proud of the way, like, for eight games, like, it's hard to stay locked in, you know, with the routine kind of monotony of every other day you're you're uh, you're doing the same thing. So it it, it was it was, a, it was really impressive, you know. You guys are homestand. Uh, you guys have been propelled by some really big third quarters as well. Why have those been the most explosive quarters? I don't want to say because I don't want it to change. I don't want to give it away. <laughs> Endurance, like uh, phys- like the physicality of how we play defensively and offensively, it is hard to maintain that pace and all that for the entire game. It has something to do with it, but uh, teams are starting to realize how we're playing and they come out really locked in and focused in the first half. You stick with the game plan and for the most part, you know, keep making them take tough shots and we, we – uh, have good possessions and keep our turnovers reasonably or reasonable, then good things happen. You weren't feeling that well, like middle of the homestand, early in the homestand. I mean, your point totals were, you know, 19, 18, that range. You've gone 40, 25, 50 uh, the last three games. Are you starting yourself to catch more of a rhythm? For sure. Follows kind of the usual pattern of how I start seasons. And a lot of it too is just, you know, staying aggressive, Locked in on how I'm trying to get off, you know, most nights, but working through our system and, and offense and not really worrying about the output. It's just about trying to find ways to win games and create momentum and usually good things happen. That's how I usually focus on it. Um, and the recovery from game to game feels, you know, solid. Getting used to the rotation that we're, we're settled in for right now, those type of things. Um, every game continues to move in the right direction. Steve had you set a couple high screens for Kaminga in the fourth. One of them, you know, he got downhill scored on. Do you find yourself thinking, like, well, this could be a tool to use the next few years? For sure. I think getting him reps just out there, uh, no matter really what the lineup is, but giving him opportunities to showcase, you know, his athleticism, his skill set. He made a pass to uh, Moody in the corner down the stretch of the game that shows like his capability of being a, a downhill threat, but also having options and getting, you know, you know, guys open looks. So hopefully keep, you know, have opportunities to keep showcasing that and understand what that pace and rhythm and feel, you know, is really like out there on the floor with, you know, the normal rotation guys. So if I don't know how much attention you pay to numbers, team numbers, but your third quarter defensive rating is 82, which is, Pretty ridiculous. Um, are you guys making 
tightening up defense and cleaning up things on the fly? Does something happen at halftime? Or, I mean, what do you think is the reason behind the third quarter terrorizing? You mentioned some of it earlier, but you make adjustments throughout the game. You try to keep the, you know, their normal pattern, the you know, opposing team's normal patterns, kind of keep them off guard, keep them on their heels. But it's just focus and intention and effort that you have to sustain over the course of 48 minutes. We've done a pretty good job in that. I didn't know, you know, the, the numbers, but I saw it might be during the game. And it's, you know, sometimes you have those offensive lows and it feels like you can't make a shot or things are kind of slow. And then you realize like the other team has scored in four possessions. And that's when you start to really understand you're, you're, you're maintaining that momentum control of the game. So it's just effort to be honest, like, and a willingness for everybody on the court to sustain that for 48 minutes. Yeah, and you look at the third quarters, it's been unbelievable. Uh, the, the 82 uh, in, in terms of defensive rating, they're a plus 106, plus 106 in 12 games uh, in third quarters uh, to, to this point in the season. So, uh, I mean, you, you do the math on that. I mean, they're, they're obliterating teams uh, in the third quarters, and there's been some, there's been some extra dominant ones a la tonight, 35-17, the 41-20 uh, against the Hawks on Monday. And uh, this team's been able to to make the adjustments, recommit and focus. Uh, however they're doing it, it is a, a lot like some of the teams of, of years past in terms of, of their propensity to do that. Speaking of years past, Warriors 11-1, and which is their best start uh, since the 24-0 and start uh at the beginning of the 2015-16 season. So the Warriors with the best record in the NBA and their best start uh, now at 11-1 and since the 24-0, and uh, which is, man, hard to believe, six years ago now. Uh, but the Warriors uh, are right there at 11-1. and uh, Also, uh, the Warriors with a 7-1 and homestand, uh, the best mark in franchise history for a homestand uh, of that length. Uh, another unbelievable night for Stephen Curry, his third 40-point game, uh, the only player with three 40-plus uh, point games on the season. And another little nugget I had uh, just uh, overall for the Warriors, uh, the Warriors tonight uh, from three-point range, 15 of 46. So they knocked down 15 threes uh, in the ball game tonight. Uh, the Warriors did that for the seventh time, 15 or more from three-point range. They've won all seven games uh, when they've done that. Uh, and the Warriors now overall, if you want to flip it back to the end of the regular season uh, a year ago, uh, they have won 26 of their uh, last 32 uh, regular season games. Time now for the Steph Curry three-point update, uh, which is brought to you by Masterclass. Steph, uh, nine three-pointers tonight, so that brings his total to 64 threes this season. Uh, just another incredible night uh, for Stephen Curry as he continues to be the uh, early leader uh, in terms of the MVP uh, across the NBA. But yeah, he, he upped that percentage from 38.5 to an even 40% uh, with the 9 of 17. Now 64 for 160. Uh, again, an even 40%. Masterclass lets you learn from over 100 world-class instructors anytime, anywhere, and at your own pace. Get 15% off your annual membership at masterclass.com slash the game. All right, that'll do it for me. Uh, back with you, quick turnaround tomorrow. Warriors this week with Whitey Gleason sitting in uh, for Nick Friedel. Friedel uh, on the way to Charlotte, and that's where the Warriors are going to be uh, on the way to Charlotte tomorrow. Uh, they'll take on the Hornets coming up on Sunday. We'll have that for you uh, on 95.7 the game. So, uh Join me tomorrow at 9. Uh, Nick's going to join us for an hour uh, as well once he gets uh, settled in uh, in Charlotte. But we'll be on 9 to 1 here tomorrow uh, on 95.7 The Game. And then I'll be back with you with Whitey Gleason for Warriors Live on Sunday afternoon, 2.30 Warriors Live. Warriors and the Charlotte Hornets first of the four-game roadie. Warriors in Charlotte, then Brooklyn, Cleveland, 
and Detroit before the next home game a week from Sunday. The Toronto Raptors will be at Chase Center then. Uh, Thanks to Sterling Bennett and uh, everybody else inside our San Francisco studios. Great job. Uh, We appreciate the help of one and all. I'll talk to you tomorrow, 9 a.m. Keep it locked right here uh, on 95.7, the game where the Warriors beat the Bulls tonight, 119-93. Good night. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.